Hey, this is Michael. And just before we start this podcast, I want to remind our listeners, we've had a lot of people ask, hey, McIntyre, when is the next level experience? Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> August 12th, 13th, and 14th, right here in Dallas, Texas. We've got a great location. It's going to be awesome. Look, this is not a hospital. This is not a fix-it thing. This is for people whose lives are working. You might be in between jobs, careers, startup, business, what have you, or you want to find a godly man or godly woman, or just go take that career to the next level, or, or make that first million dollars, or just get out of debt, whatever that might be, whatever your situation could be, financial, spiritual, relational, physical, here at Next Level Experience, we're designed through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit takes this thing over and will take you to that next level. It's experiential learning, just like when you learn how to ride a bike, yeah? And so, come on, it costs you nothing. All you have to do is be here. It's not your father's conference. In fact, it's not even a conference. It's, it starts at Friday the 12th at 2.30 p.m. sharp and goes until about 9.45, 10 p.m. And then Saturday morning, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. And then Sunday morning, 8 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Listen, each day builds on its own each day. And you get to be at all three days, right? Because it's not for snowflakes, baby. It's for people who want to accelerate their life in a holistic way. We all base this on John 10.10. And so, come on. If you want to take it out, it's filling up quick. August 12th, 13th, and 14th, right here in Dallas, Texas. Apply now at themichaelmcintyre.com. Enjoy this amazing podcast. Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Welcome, everybody. Michael McIntyre, your humble host here at the Next Level level podcast coming to you live right here in studio m how are you I'll tell you how i am fantastic listen we are on fire here at mcintyre and next level experience nle all things next level man it's all about being next level right so let's talk about being next level let's talk about some of the things that maybe has happened in your past and some of you I'm feeling this is coming in from the Holy Spirit. Some of you have had fantastic ideas. And many of you have had these ideas kind of like coming to you like an epiphany or maybe in a dream, maybe the Holy Spirit drops something on you. You ever have that happen? And you think, man, that's such a great idea. And then all of a sudden life happens, right? The kids cry, uh, the doorbell rings. Um, you know, you, you got to check out your Instagram profile. Uh, maybe you got to take your dog in, uh, your coon dog and get him dipped. I don't know. Something comes up and you get distracted. And so you forget that idea and you're like, oh man. And so a couple things on this, uh, ideas will keep coming to you. Number one, the Holy spirit will keep dropping ideas on you. Hey, and if you're not even a Holy spirit filled person, you're a Holy filled, Holy spirit filled person. Okay. Cause Jesus left him as our companion and, uh, he's our companion. Right. And so 
uh, the, the, the good thing is when you get saved and when you give your life to the Lord, you've got that companion because then you have the mind of Christ and, and he's tattooed on your heart. So at any rate, all right, so here's what I want you to do is always carry on. And nowadays, it's so good. We got these devices. We got these cell phones. You can record something. You got an idea. What I do a lot of times is I text the idea to myself, right? Or I hit the record button on my uh, note, notes on the deal and re say the idea. Now, here's what happens in many situations, not all, but many. And um, I'm going to share this with you because I've coached hundreds of thousands, hundreds and thousands of individuals that tell me, you know, finally they hire me as a coach because they've got this idea and they really want to have legs on it. And, but they've had other ideas and they've listened to other people, which can be really good or it can be really bad, right? All right, so why is this? So here's what happens. You, come, you, you got this epiphany, you get an idea, you have a dream. Maybe it's about a new business. Maybe you see, I have so many people call me with inventions, right? And I get shark tanked a lot in that, and, which is fine. Uh, but just so you know, I'm not a passive investor. I, I, you know, I'm an active investor, which means I need to own 51% of it. Otherwise, I'm really not interested. Um, actually, <laughs> I kind of like to own 90% of it. That's right. I said it. And that's just the way I roll. But I do give advice and I do help out people doing fundraising and finding other investors. But uh, so you got an idea and it's a really good idea. And maybe it's an invention. Maybe it's a song. I know uh, in our community, there's a lot of worshipers and there's a lot of people uh, for whatever reason, God's put me in touch with so many musical people and I'm the least musical person in the world. Uh, but that's okay. And I've, I've embraced it. I've said, okay, Lord. So I started record labels, which have sold uh, millions of, uh, of downloads, I guess not sold, but had downloads anyways, um, and done a lot of cool stuff in that industry and advised a lot of people in that industry. So I freely accept it, kind of like the way I'm going right now into the foreign exchange and the cryptocurrency and these sort of things. Never been in it before, but God's put these people and this stuff in my life for a reason. And so I am learning it and to glorify him in this process. So you get an idea, you get a good idea, the Holy Spirit drops something on you. You got a new song you want to write, you got a new melody you want to bring out, you got a new invention, you've got a new business plan. You've got an idea for a new service company. Maybe you have an idea for a restaurant. No, say it ain't so. But you might, right? Why do I say that? Because most restaurants belly up the first year. All right. Most small businesses belly up the first year. Interesting fact. Uh, you know, uh, very few make it past a year. And then those that make it past five years are even fewer. So I know a lot of times we look around and think everybody's an entrepreneur. Everybody's making buku money. Not true. All right. But here's what happens. Here's what, what really separates the wheat from the chaff. Those that have good ideas. And I'm going to give you some uh, sage counsel here and advice because I've been through this process several times. And I hope it helps some of you people out there that get these good ideas. Listen, I've had, um, you know, house uh, wives, uh, house husbands come up with great ideas and, all of a sudden now they got discouraged and what happened, or we've, I've had a few actually get the idea out there. Maybe, you know, for whatever reason, um, it, it came to them. And, and, and I believe that there's, a, you know, Chris Valentin always talks about this and I, I, I give him hundred percent credits. I love his analogy about the algorithm of God and how the algorithm's always out there. And it's just right above our head. And all we have to do is reach up there and take it. 
and it's out there. Thomas Edison found it. Ben Franklin found it. You know, Elon Musk has found it. You know, there's people that find these things, right? Uh, you know, uh, so uh, the guy that started, uh, oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> at the meeting, I got to hang out with him. Uh, David Green, uh, Hobby Lobby, he got it, right? And so what, what happens is we get these ideas and immediately we get all excited about it. And I call it the Roman candle effect. And the Roman candle, of course, burns beautiful and brightly for about 38 seconds. And then, it, <laughs> and then it's out, right? So I want to help you get past that Roman candle effect and how to do that. First thing you do is once you get your idea, write it down, record it, do something with it, and then sit on it. Don't say anything. Just sit with it. Just like you're being still with the Lord, just sit with it. And what do I mean by that? You maybe write it on your board or you put it on a piece of paper, put it in an envelope uh, and just sit on it for at least seven days. And I like to do that because what happens a lot of times this idea comes to us and it sounds amazing and it sounds great. And also we create this whole fantasy around this idea and uh, it could be amazing, could be a big, huge, you know, face plant. But I want you to write it down, record it somewhere and pray about it, put it down and put it away. Do not share it with anybody. Let me repeat that. Do not share your idea with anyone except Jesus, right? And pray to Jesus, write it down at your prayer and, and pray into that for seven days. You know, Father God, is this, is this idea, does this have legs? Does this thing work? Is this, give me the idea, give me the knowledge, give me the encouragement, give me the download on this. Is this something to pursue or not pursue? Okay, so you're asking the Lord on this and you're sitting up for some days. And look, look, I've had this to where people had amazing dreams during the seven days and even refined this dream or this business or this song or this could be a relationship, could be somebody that you're interested in. Hey, I'd like to ask her out. Really? Man, you're punching about eight, eight leagues above your weight, bro. You write this down and pray on it, right? Okay. Might be good. Might be happening. And God might be at work with you, but you don't know. So, all right. What do you do after the seven days? If you can do this. Now, listen, you reopen that envelope. You re-listen to that recording. You, you re, you, then spend okay so now i'm going to spend you know maybe maybe an hour on this idea now first you got the idea it was an epiphany you got a you know, lightning strike you got the harry potter potter you know <laughs> lightning bolt on your forehead boom you got to write this down and put it away pray on it okay don't be trying to analyze it don't be trying to fix it don't be trying to expand just let god work with you all right after the seventh day now you pull it out now you do some research do you still feel are you still hot about this idea is it like man this Roman candle is gotten into a bonfire, baby, and it's burning in my soul from my head to my toe, right? And so, all right, now, all right, you're, you're, you're seven days, you've sobered up, you look at this and you think this is the deal. This is it. This is the ticket. All right. This is going to change his kingdom. This is going to be a moneymaker. This song is going gonna, is gonna to move hearts towards the Lord. This mission is going to be great. This idea uh, is going to make, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars. This new job is going to create so much benefit for my family or this, whatever it is, or this new widget that I'm inventing is going to, you know, cure a disease or it's going to stop, you know, automobile accidents, whatever you got. All right. If you're still hot and amazed about this thing. Okay. Now research it, Google it, 
Okay, look at it. See if it's anybody else else out there has it. Now, some of you might think this is an invention that you've got, and oh my gosh, boom! I see somebody else is doing it. Ah, oh, heartbroken. Not at all. There's even in different inventions, you can find different ways to work it. Right? You can, you know. Uh, I mean, how many iterations are there of the automobile? Have there been since, you know, automobile started? You know, at one time there was like 65 major car automobile makers in the United States, you know, and eventually they all got gobbled up, right? And now they're spreading out again, but it's different. It, it's kind of gotten to be esoteric and, and then you still got the big three. So there's a process, there's an evolutionary process in business and marketplace that works beautifully. So, all right, so you get this thing out. So you study it now, you, 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 it, you're still hot for it. Or if you're not, you think, you know, I'm glad I didn't tell anybody about that bozo idea. You know, the wheel's already been invented. So, you know, chalk it up to just whatever uh, and then move forward. But if the idea is still hot for you and you're hot for it and okay, now it's a bonfire in your heart, research it, Google it. All right. Now you research it, you Google it. Okay, maybe there's something here. Maybe there's something here. All right, what's the next thing you do? You want to take it to somebody that you love, that you trust, and somebody that's successful, all right, or at least has something working, right? Uh, like, you know, their car payments are current, <laughs> or, you know, they're in a home and, uh, you know, they've got, you know, um, They've got, you know, children that are, you know, coming home at night and they, they've got their, their marriage working. Somebody that's life is working. Take this to them and say, I want you, I want to ask you a few questions about this. Now, the reason I don't like people immediately to take their idea out and just blab it to everybody, because in, inevitably, even in the Christian community, sadly to say, some people will have an agenda and they'll have an agenda of envy, of jealousy, of lack of, of just all, all kinds of different things, you know, uh, sometimes, you know, they might have some, uh, some demonic stuff on themselves and they will purposely try to kill your idea for whatever reason. So it, you really have to be careful and select who you're taking your idea with your business plan, your opportunity, your song, whatever it might be. Or maybe it's just, like I said, maybe it's just to ask her out or, you know, and, you know, talk to somebody about these things and with that, but be selective. Right. The Bible says, do not cast pearls among the swine. So when you go to these people, don't expect them to fall in love with your idea and tell you how great it is. And my gosh, you know, they're, you're, they're going to put you on the next you know, Mount Rushmore. Right. No, let I want to go to somebody that's going to be somewhat of a cynic, somewhat of a, you know, you know, uh, of a of a doctor. No. All right. Somebody that's going to really kind of blow holes in this. And I've talked about this before. And it's in my book, too. And I like, I'd rather have somebody blow holes in my idea or my invention or whatever it is, and maybe let me see things differently than blow holes in my checking account and, you know, ruin my credit and get foreclosed on my house or have my car picked up by the hook. So, uh, so take it to this person, then take it to another person, take it to three people, three people that you trust that are, you know, they might not be billionaires or millionaires, but they, they've got, you know, $1.95 in the bank and they seem to be, you know, doing pretty well, but don't tell each other about it. And then take it to those three people. And if it all passes muster in that, then you might have something. Okay. And so, and, and then people say, then what do I do McIntyre? Well, then now, <laughs> now, you know, it's kind of like the, the proverbial, you know, 
a dog chasing a parked car. What do you do once you catch it? So what's, what's your deal? Do you want to start this business? Do you want to write this song? Do you want to ask the girl out? Do you want to, you know, come up with this new invention? How do you go about doing it? There's in today's world in 2022, we're so blessed with so many different ways to do this. And so once you get to three people that you trust, everybody thinks it's a good idea. And, you know, that's great. So, and maybe they gave you some pointers. Maybe they gave you some knowledge and maybe you've gotten it better. So now we're in, you know, like two two weeks to four weeks since this epiphany came upon you or this idea, this new business. Now what you want to do is then get a focus group together. All right. And this doesn't need to be a formal big deal. Uh, get about eight to 10 people together after you've really got this prototype or this idea hashed out. So you've got a business plan. Now, look, I know there's some MBAs out here listening to this and PhDs and some really smart business people. I love you. Okay. I'm not into the big, long, huge one year, five year, 10 year business plan, just not in it. Okay. And I know that goes against some people's belief. I'm in it for 90 days. Okay. I want to see what's going to happen in 90 days once funding is, is appropriate. Now, maybe you have to get funding first. Maybe you already got the funding. And, but all right, for the next 90 days, how are we going to get this thing off the ground? How are we going to move this needle, at least out of the red to not, maybe not the green, but the yellow? And so I want to see a 90 day plan. What's the money going to cost? What's the marketing plan? What's going to work? Is, who's going to write the song? Who's going to produce this music? Who's going to take it out? Where is it going to come on? How much is it going to cost per track? Whatever the situation is. Um, where am I going to take this girl out? If she says yes, do I have the money to take her out for a nice date? Do I need to ask her father? These are things that you need to process out. And it's the same with anything that you're going to do if you want to do it right, if it's a big deal to you, if the bonfire is burning. So once you get that information and you, now you've got a 90-day plan, now what you need to do is put it into a nice format. Again, take it back to those three people, original three people, and, and have them look at the plan. Now take it to the focus group. And how do you do a focus group? And I kind of went backwards there a little bit, and I apologize. But the focus group is really good. And tell you a little secret about focus groups, okay? Sometimes they're your investors too. So get together your business plan. Make sure it's make sure it's grammar, grammar is done right. That's one of my big issues. I don't know how to do grammar, so I have people that do that for me. Uh, <laughs> make sure the spelling's correct. Make sure all of the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and the punctuation is in excellence. Make sure you practice how to deliver the presentation. Make sure you know this thing as best as you can know it. Now, you're about two months into this deal at this point, so you kind of really kind of getting to know these things. And so your focus group, you send out an email to maybe 12 to 15 people. Say, look, I've got this new idea. I'd love to have your opinion on it. I think it's a really good idea. I've done some research on this and I'm going to have a wine and cheese night and I'm only going to take up, you know, 45 minutes of your time max and have some good fellowship. So, uh, you know, here's my address. Let me know if you can come. Why send it out to 10 to 15 people? Inevitably, it's good. You know, a lot of people can't make it. Do it on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night and uh, have it start at, you know, we'll have a hard stop. It's going to start at, you know, 7 p.m. or 7 30. So it's after dinner. So you can just serve some light hors d'oeuvres. If you want to serve wine, you can. If you don't, that's fine. Just iced tea or Cokes or soft drinks or whatever. But when they get there, 
have a you know 10 15 minutes make sure everybody knows everybody if they don't introduce themselves then hand out a nice booklet about your idea your business your song your whatever it is that you're going to do and say the reason i gathered you here before because you're uh you're part of my community and I trust you. And I'd like to get some feedback on this. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to bring out. And this is what I'm thinking about, you know, writing, singing, ask, you know, I, I don't think you'd bring out a focus group to ask a girl out. <laughs> so that's right. I said it, uh, but business plans and careers, which you would, in my opinion. So you do this and then you get their feedback and you'd be surprised in the feedback that you're going to get. Now, this is, you know, the focus group is really for, you know, starting a new business or maybe uh, coming up with an invention, you know, switching careers. You might not need to go to a focus group, obviously asking somebody out. You don't need to go to a focus group, but you do need to seek some wisdom, especially from an elder. Uh, if you haven't done this before or if you're not good at it, because you can tell if you're good at it. OK, uh, you've had, you know, three or four dates in the last year. If you haven't had any dates in the last three last year, you're not any good at it. You need help help all right so by these businesses though or on these inventions or on this plan this new service deal i you know i had a person that uh, came to me and said look uh i really got this new invention for this automobile that's going to prevent flat tires and i thought wow that's going to be phenomenal uh i mean discount tire might you know put you on their hit list <laughs> but that's pretty cool if you can pull this off and so he went through an elaborate plan. He did some videos and he did stuff uh, and he worked really hard on it and he got a focus group together. And I think he raised like $80,000. I don't think it ever got off the ground completely because it was just extremely expensive. So you have to be careful on what, what, you know, how big of, how big of a jump are you taking? Are you going from, you know, I'm going to, you know, start here with a, you know, I'm going to, I've got a really new cool way to, um, I got a new app that I want to put together that's going to, you know, uh, keep all track of all of your uh, billable hours each day. You know, I know it's already been invented, but I'm just making up something. So, you know, somebody else might already have that or that app to, to do that. You know, you might be able to hire people from India and it only costs you $20,000 to have that app produced. Um or it could be something even more extravagant and it's going to be $350,000 to get produced. And then you're going up against Apple or you're going up against Spotify. So it just depends. You need to make sure that you're, you're scalable on this thing and not insurmountable. Right. Uh, and now there has been occasions when people have come up with inventions that were huge success. Like, you know, give you one example is the windshield wiper, the automatic windshield wiper. Okay. You think that that's always been around. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Somebody invented that. They made $80 million inventing that, but it had to go to court for a motor company, tried to uh, not pay him. And uh, they ended up paying him $80 million plus damages. So, and he put his life's work into that. And so there are huge mountains and gorillas to fight in that big arena. So on that, and that's just about inventions, but on service business, I mean, there's so much out there right now. And look, you know, here's one of the things that I think would be a great business just to give you a bonus. What I think would be good is, and I know right now there's 11 million job openings right now in the country, 11 million. That means, you know, and <laughs> you know, it's got, we got a 3.6% unemployment rate, which means there's about 750,000 people, maybe even a million, I think it's 1.7 million people that have a job that really don't even want a job. <laughs> That's right. You know, uh, 
you know, my daughter has an amazing business, uh, luxsupply.com, and she does really high-end concierge for high net worth people, celebrities, uh, professional athletes, and finding a person on that, that job is, is so difficult and she pays really good money. So one of the jobs that, that one of the businesses I think would be great if somebody came up with a really good headhunter position or a headhunter company and make it unique and that and unique, you know, um, so, you know, you're a company and I used to, when I had my insurance company, I used to call these people and I'd pay 20% of whatever the salary is. If I was going to pay somebody $80,000 a year, I'd pay them $16,000 a year to find me the right employee. And they gave me a 90 day guarantee. If they flaked out or they didn't show up, they would replace them. But they really did extensive research on it. And I think that system is a little bit dinosaur ish, if you will. I think there's a new and better way. I know Indeed's out there and all that stuff, which is great. But I think if somebody came up with a special niche in whatever market it is, whether it's food service, whether it's technology, whether it's social media, whether it's, uh, you know, bagging groceries, I don't know, uh, or, you know, uh, nannying. I mean, there's all kinds of different things that you can come up with a really good idea on how to build that business and find these people, uh, connect the job order to the job applicant to where uh, you fill a niche, right? And so that job order might be a $40,000 a year job and that person wants that job. Uh, and they're qualified and you work on it and you have a specialty way of interviewing them to make sure they're good and you handhold them because you got to handhold them to that job. And the person that you get, the, the person that hires you to find that person, maybe make it a situation to where they pay you, you know, as they stay on, you know, initially, maybe they pay you only $5,000, but if they stay on past six months, they pay you another five. And if they pay on, stay on for 12 months, they pay you another 5,000. So, you know, I, I'm just making this up, but I think that would be a great business today. Now, there's all kinds of other ones. You're thinking, I can tell that's crazy. I've got 10 other businesses. Great. Don't bring it out to somebody that's going to kill the deal right away that has an agenda. Because sometimes people have agendas, even in our Christian community, they have agendas that, you know, sometimes people do not want you to succeed because it makes them feel bad about themselves. And it happens in the church. It happens outside the church. It happens everywhere. So be careful and, but don't, don't give up. Right. Uh, listen, that's one thing great about the United States of America. Anybody anywhere with a good idea and a strong work ethic. Okay. Can make it happen. Is it easy? Nope. But it's not supposed to be easy, right? There's tremendous opportunity. So if you have a good idea, don't let it die write it down, put it on your call notes, whatever, let it sit for a week, let it marinate for a week, come back to it. If it's still there, if it still sounds good to you, then continue to pour gasoline on that fire and create a bonfire with that. And then go out to three people that you really trust. And then from there, if it's a business or a, a new invention, bring in a focus group. Yes, it's effort. Yes, it takes work, but that's what makes it happen. There's some, you know, these, there's no overnight rich deals. I remember uh, some of you probably don't know who Huey Lewis in the news is, but uh, they're a great eighties and nineties band. Okay. They're, they're the ones that did uh, back to the future, uh, the music, the uh, soundtrack. Anyways, I remember back in my day, it was like, I don't know, 1990, somebody said, Huey Lewis, you know, you're number one on the charts. You know, you're so good. You're so new. You're like an overnight success. And he kind of laughed. He said, yeah, after 22 years in the dives and the bars and, and the, you know, the pigsties that we had to play in, 
uh, yeah, we're an overnight success because there's, and that's what it takes. It, it, it truly takes that. It takes a lot of hard work. There is no, you know, lightning doesn't strike in a bottle very often. Um, all right. So if you have an idea, that's what I gave you. Okay. And I hope you do. I know you do have ideas because you have the mind of Christ. You are genius. Okay. You have the genius in you. Positive affirmations with these things. Okay. I am a great human being. I have great worth just being myself. The more I give, the more I receive. My mind is in God's, uh, my mind is in touch with God's uh, mind and his universal source of money making ideas and creative new business ideas. Come on, somebody. You got this. It's out there. It's easy for you to do. Okay. It's hard. It's easy to do. It's hard to, to pursue because what happens is we get in, we get, off track because we still have to keep our day job, right? We still have to do whatever we got to do to make our living, to pay our bills, to whatever it is. And that's what separates the wheat from the chaff. That's what separates the millionaires from the brokes. That's what separates the people that are going all the way to the people who say, well, I should have done that. Should have, could have, would have. It's straight in the pit of hell. That's right. I said it. And you know that. All right. Listen, you got this. Okay, you're listening to this podcast because you are a next level person. You want to take your life out. You maybe you come to NLE, maybe you're living overseas, maybe you're in a place where you think, man, I need that encouragement. I need that coaching from a successful entrepreneur. That's me. Okay, I'm a successful entrepreneur. You know how many times I wasn't successful? About 96% of the time. It just takes that 4% to get it, right? Right? I've hit a lot of singles, a lot of doubles, got a couple couple triples with bases loaded okay never really hit a grand slam just had steady steady things to where making hundreds of millions of dollars over decades and it took hard work it took grueling it took a lot of sacrifice but you can do it okay you just need encouragement you need to be surrounded by some eagles fellow eagles yeah come on Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? And our motto here is John 10.10, 10, right? The enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy, but Jesus came to give us life abundant. And abundant means everything, our faith, our physical, our spiritual, our financial. It's a lot easier working in his kingdom when you get your bills paid and money in the bank. Yeah, it sure is. And it's really good. And you can be a lot more giving and a lot more uh philanthropic when you have that money in the bank to give out i know it works for me make sure you're tithing make sure you're giving make sure you're doing extravagantly giving and those ideas are god's dropping ideas on you you got this you know who you are all right thanks for listening to this next level podcast share it with somebody out there share it with some entrepreneur and listen i don't care if you're 16 years old 15 years old if you're 95 years old you still have ideas if you're breathing and you have a purpose. God bless you. And remember, everybody deserves your very best presentation. Show up big. God bless you. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.